pay Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Sell order assessment fee not included. A limited number of ETFs are subject to a transaction-based service fee of $100. See full list at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western, with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Hi, everyone. I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today's episode is number 541. Do you know your parenting style? Because many of us have a parenting style, and now that we're heading into the new school year, it's a great time to evaluate how we parent and if we need to tweak a few things. Did you know that you're likely to have a specific parenting style? The concept of parenting styles was first introduced by Diane Bromrind, a clinical and developmental psychologist, to explain differences in the way parents attempt to control and socialize their children. Our parenting styles vary on several different levels, and sometimes we're swayed by not only how we were raised, but by the different trends that we follow. With the new school year just a few weeks away, you're probably stocking up on the essential supplies, number two pencils, notebooks, binders, and getting your kids' wardrobes intact. But there are many other details we need to factor in. The new school year is similar to the new calendar year, a chance for fresh beginnings, exciting new goals, and, as parents, a time to assess our parenting styles. Does one of these styles sound like you? A new school year is the perfect opportunity to review how you tend to parent and to do a self-study as to whether this is working for you and your family or not. Parenting style number one, helicopter parenting. One of the most popular terms in parenting styles is helicopter, and probably the one that I relate to the least. As a mom, I'm outnumbered eight times over. Five-plus years of infertility treatments, one amazing adoption, and seven subsequent pregnancies later, I became the mother of eight kids in less than a decade. That said, because I had such a large brood to love and care for, there was just no way that I had the time to hover and oversee my kids' every move. In my episode, how to stop helicopter parenting, I explained how this term came to be. The term helicopter parent was first coined in a 1969 book titled Between Parent and Child by Haim Gino. The teen featured in the book reported that his mother watched over him like a helicopter. 
Since then, many college administrators have used the term to refer to parents who continue to manage their children's lives from a distance, even after they've gone away to college. Today, that term is still going strong and is a common parenting style because parents are unsettled about all that is going on in this big world around us. So they hover and they try to protect their kids from any and all adversity. The characteristics of a helicopter parent basically boil down to a parent who constantly hovers over their child. They monitor them excessively and jump in whenever they see a potential problem. The problem could be big, like trying to cross a busy intersection alone, or even very minor, like drinking a cup of hot cocoa alone. So here are some tips for helicopter parents. Can you relate to the helicopter way of life? Examine how you handle your day-to-day family activities and honestly assess if you try to control most of your child's life skills and interactions with the outside world. Maybe this new school year will offer opportunities to step back and empower your child to do more things for himself. Parenting style number two, free-range parenting. Free-range parenting is the extreme opposite of helicopter parenting. The term speaks for itself. It was coined by Lenora Skenazi, who famously let her nine-year-old son find his way home on the New York City subway system alone. And then she wrote about it in her New York Sun column. This type of freedom is something that would completely horrify helicopter parents, who would say it's way too dangerous. But Skenazi, who founded the Free Range Kids Movement as a result of the massive feedback that she received when her column ran in the sun, couldn't disagree more. On her website, freerangekids.com, she explains Free Range Kids is a common-sense approach to parenting in these overprotective times. She says it all started when she and her husband allowed their nine-year-old son to navigate his way home alone on the subway from Bloomingdale's department store. The boy was well-versed in the New York City way of life. He'd been asking his parents to please let him find his way home by himself because he was excited to find his way home by himself because he was excited to try and confident he could achieve it. Skenazi armed him with a map, a metro card, quarters for the phone, and $20 for emergencies and reminded him not to be shy about asking a stranger for directions if he got lost. In her article, she summed her child's adventure up by saying, Long story short, my son got home ecstatic with independence. On her frequently asked questions page, Skenazi states, I founded the Free Range Kids Movement in part to be one small voice saying, Hey, I know we're all scared for our kids. But maybe we don't have to be quite so terrified. It's an attempt to figure out how we got so much more worried for our kids in just one generation and to separate the real dangers from the ones foisted upon us by the media. She also points to crime statistics saying that although crime was on the rise during the 70s and 80s, according to the Department of Justice statistics, it dropped dramatically after peaking around 1990. Today, crime rates are more in line with what they were in 1970. If you were playing outside as a kid in the 70s or 80s, your kids are actually safer outside than you were, she says. 
So here are some tips for free-range parents. If you want your parenting style to be more free-range, but you're not quite ready to let your child live the free-range way of life, you might ease into it by letting him take responsibility for something like managing his own homework and school assignments. Jessica Leahy, a New Hampshire-based high school teacher and author of The Gift of Failure, How the Best Parents Learn to Let Go So Their Children Can Succeed, is a firm believer in letting kids learn the hard way. In Five Ways to Help Your Kid Have a Great School Year, hint, don't help him, she says, it's important that we get our kids to the point where they don't need us at all. And that's really counterintuitive. Those moment-to-moment things that you do to save your kids, like when they've forgotten their homework on the table and you run it up to school for them, that's going to end up biting them in the butt down the road. Leahy says that helping may feel like great parenting in the moment. But that's just it. Excessive helping makes you feel like a super parent, but it doesn't allow your child to solve their own problems and figure out systems to help them succeed. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western, with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 18 years from tonight, Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash healthy living. Next, we're going to talk about one of the newest styles of parenting, lawnmower parenting. So parenting style number three, lawnmower parenting. There's a new parenting style in town. Lawnmower parenting recently gained a lot of attention due to the recent college admission scandal that rocked the nation this past spring. Exactly as it sounds, lawnmower parents mow obstacles down so kids won't experience them in the first place. So instead of preparing children for challenges, they go to whatever lengths necessary to prevent their child from having to face adversity, struggle, or failure. In the infamous scandal, federal prosecutors charged 50 people, including Hollywood actresses, business leaders, and elite college coaches, with perpetrating a scheme to buy spots in the freshman classes at prominent American universities. Dozens of parents paid millions of dollars in bribes. Test scores were inflated, essays were falsified, and photographs were doctored. That's an extreme example of lawnmower parenting, but there are many other ways that we as parents lend ourselves to this style, sometimes without even realizing it. For example, let's say you have a child who is trying to balance sports, activities, a part-time job, and her studies. You may see that she's becoming overwhelmed with her workload. If she mentions that she's starting to fall behind in a project, the lawnmower parent in us might jump in without even consulting the child, 
and call the teacher and ask for an extension on her behalf. After all, you don't want to see her struggle and perhaps earn a lower grade because she can't handle her current situation. But you mowed down the obstacle rather than talking it through with her to help her find a better way to juggle her commitments. In a Psychology Today article, Lord Choate wrote that when we do everything for our children to prevent struggles and failure, we also prevent them from developing the skills they need to think their way through challenges and take responsibility for their actions. Choate shared an example of how she herself was participating in the lawnmower movement, innocently and unintentionally. Her daughter had forgotten to have her homework papers signed by a parent. Choate remembered this as her husband was driving the kids to school. She frantically called her husband, and he managed to sign the papers and still get the kids to school on time. It seems like a small thing, but Choate says it's an example of how seemingly small rescues can accumulate into a pattern of irresponsibility in children. When we save our kids from potential negative consequences— we don't help them learn to be responsible for owning and fixing their own mistakes. I think many of us, and myself included, can totally relate to that scenario. So here are some tips for lawnmower parents. If lawnmower parenting seems to fit your current style, and you'd like to shift gears to allow your child more responsibility, here are some suggestions. Allow your school-age kids to do as much talking for themselves as possible. This would include ordering at restaurants, arranging their own playdates, learning to ask teachers for help when they don't understand an assignment, interacting with the checkout teller in the grocery store, and asking the coach when the next practice is, instead of relying on you to do that for her. And high school kids can start managing their own makeup assignments, conflicts with sports or club activities, and taking responsibility for arranging carpools or handling lost textbooks and helping with the family grocery shopping and errands, and checking in with the receptionist at a dental or medical appointment. Trusting that your child will do well, and believing he'll make good decisions, gives him the opportunity to grow. This will allow him to build self-confidence so that he can handle future challenges independently. The last parenting style I have today is permissive parenting, and it's a style that many parents can relate to. This type of parenting is more of a warm and fuzzy approach to child-rearing, where parents are nurturing and warm, but they're reluctant to impose limits. Permissive parents tend to refer to their children as their friend, more so than their child. This type of parent is very loving and responsive to their child's needs, but they don't have many boundaries and rules. Discipline isn't on the forefront of a permissive parent because... They like to avoid confrontation. Laura Markham, Ph.D., author of Peaceful Parent, Happy Kids, says that because parents have a hard time enforcing limits, kids of permissive parents are more likely to show signs of anxiety and depression, be aggressive, have bad social skills, and do poorly in school. Because this style of parenting encourages a child to regulate their own schedules and rules, they don't assign their kids many responsibilities, and they don't encourage their kids to meet adult-imposed behavior standards. Tips for permissive parents. If you see a lot of yourself in the permissive parenting description and you'd like a bit more structure in your household, 
the new school year is a great time to implement some new routines and responsibilities. Having your child take ownership of making the school morning flow with less stress by preparing himself the night before is an easy place to start. Adding regular chores like helping with after-dinner cleanup or taking charge of the family pet's feeding and care is another contribution that kids can make that allow them to contribute in a positive way as well as learn responsibility. Do you have a parenting style here that resonates with you? Please share your thoughts in the comments section at quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy. Post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page, or you can email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com. As always, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, happy parenting. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn or that your family won't endearingly call you lobster mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide.